guys, welcome to yet another episode of the Percy Jackson podcast. So we're gonna meet that dude I was telling you all about. I gave a lot of hints last episode, so let's see who is that. We could see the white flag from half a mile away. It was as big as a soccer field carried by a 30-foot-tall giant with bright blue skin and icy gray hair. Hyperborean, Talia said. The giants of the north, it's a bad sign. They're decided with Kronos. They're usually peaceful. You've met them, I said. Hmm. There's a big colony in Alberta. You do not want to get into a snowball fight with these guys. As the giant got closer, I could see three human-sized envoys with with him, a half-blood and armor, an Empusa demon with a black dress and a flaming hair and a tall man in a tuxedo. The Empusa held the tux dude's arm so they looked like a couple on their way to a Broadway show or something except for her flaming hair and fangs. The group walked leisurely towards uh, the Hexship playground. The swings and ball courts were empty. The only sound was the fountain on the Empire Rock. And looked over at Grover. The talk dude is the titan? He nodded nervously. He looks like a magician. I hate magicians. They usually have rabbits. I stared at him. You're scared of bunnies? They're big bullies! Always stealing celery from defenseless satyrs. Talia coughed. What? Grover demanded. We'll have to walk on your bunny phobia later, I said. Here they come. The man in the tuck stepped forward. He was taller than an average human, about seven feet. His black hair was tied in a ponytail, dark round glasses covering his eyes. But what really caught my attention was the skin on his face. It was covered with scratches like he'd been attacked by a small animal, a really, really mad hamster, maybe? See, Jackson, it's a great honor. His lady friend, the Empusa, hissed at me. She's probably heard how... Oh, God, I closed the book. Okay, um, give me a second. I'm back. Yes, um... She probably heard how I destroyed two of her sisters last summer. I mean, I guess that was... Like, what was name? Tammy and Kelly, if you remember. Uh... The good school, yes, where Paul's taught, Paul Bluffus, yes, you remember. My dear, Tux Dude said to her, why don't you make yourself comfortable over there, huh? She released his arm and drifted over to a park bench. I glanced at the armed demigod behind Tux Dude. I hadn't recognized him in his new helmet, but it was my old backstabbing buddy, Ethan Nakamura. His nose looked like a squashed tomato from our fight on the Williamsburg Bridge. That made me feel better. Hey, Ethan, you're looking good. To business, Tux Dude extended his hand. I'm Prometheus. And drumroll ended. Okay, Prometheus, that's the guy. I was telling you about. I mean, he's a famous dude. I was too surprised to shake. The fire stealer guy, the chain to the rock with the vultures guy? Prometheus winced. He touched the scratches on his face. Please don't mention the vultures. Oh, 
they were vultures. I thought they were eagles, but never mind. But yes, I stole fire from the gods and gave it to your ancestors. In return, the ever merciful Zeus had me chained to a rock and tortured for all eternity. But how did I get free? Hercules did that eons ago. So you see, I have a soft spot for heroes. Some of you can be quite uh, civilized. Unlike the company you keep, I noticed. I was looking at Eden, but Prometheus apparently thought I meant the Empire. Oh, demons aren't so bad, he said. You just have to keep them well fed. Now, Percy Jackson, let us parlay. He waved me towards a picnic table and we sat down. Thalia and, I, Thalia and Grover stood behind me. The blue giant propped his white flag against a tree and began absently playing on the playground. Playing on the playground. He stepped on the monkey bars and crushed them, but he didn't seem angry. He just frowned and said, uh-oh. Then he stepped on the fountain and broke the concrete bowl in half. Uh-oh. <laughs> the water froze where his foot touched it. A bunch of stuffed animals hung from his belt. The huge kind you get for grand prizes at an arcade. He reminded me of Tyson and the idea of fighting him made me sad. Prometheus sat forward and laced his fingers. He looked earnest, kindly, and wise. Percy, your position is weak. You know you can't stop another assault. We'll see. Prometheus looked pained, like he really cared what happened to me. Percy, I'm the titan of forethought. I know what's going to happen. Also the titan of crafty counsel, Grover put in. Emphasis on crafty. Prometheus shrugged. True enough, satyr, but I supported the gods in the last war. I told Kronos, you don't have the strength, you lose. And I was right. So you see, I know how to pick the winning side. This time, I'm backing Kronos. Because Zeus chained you to a rock, I guessed. Partly, yes, I won't deny I want revenge, but that's not the only reason I'm supporting Kronos. It's the wisest choice. I'm here because I thought you might listen to reason. He drew a map on the table with his finger. Where, wherever he touched, golden lines appeared, glowing on the concrete. This is Manhattan. We have armies here, here, and here. We know your numbers. We outnumber you. Twenty to one. Your spy has been keeping you posted. He smiled apologetically. At any rate, our forces are growing daily. Tonight, Kronos will attack. You will be overwhelmed. You fought bravely, but there is just no way you can hold all of Manhattan. You will be forced to retreat to the Empire State Building. There you will be destroyed. I have seen this. It will happen. I thought about a picture Rachel had seen in my dreams. An army at the base of the Empire State Building. I remember the words of the young girl Oracle in my dream. I foresee the future. I cannot change it. Prometheus spoke with such certainty that it was hard not to believe him. I won't let it happen, I said. Prometheus brushed a speck of his tux label. Understand, Percy, you are refighting the Trojan War here. Patterns repeat themselves in history. They reappear just as monsters do. A great siege, two armies. The only difference is, this time, you are defending. You are Troy, and you know what happened to the Trojans, don't you? So you're going to cram a wooden horse into the elevator of the Empire State Building? Good luck! 
Prometheus smiled. Troy was completely destroyed, Percy. You don't want that to happen here. Stand down and New York will be spared. Your forces will be granted amnesty. I will personally assure your safety. Let Kronos take Olympus. Who cares? Typhoon will destroy the gods anyway. Right, and I'm supposed to believe Kronos would spare the city. All he wants is Olympus. The might of the gods is tied to the seats of power. You saw what happened to Poseidon once his undersea palace was attacked. I winced, remembering how old and decrepit my father looked. Yes, I know that was hard for you. When Kronos destroys Olympus, the gods will fade. They will become so weak, they will be easily defeated. Kronos would rather do this while Typhon has the Olympias distracted in the West. Much easier. Fewer lives lost. But make no mistake, the best you can do is slow us down. The day after tomorrow, Typhon arrives in New York and you will have no choice at all. The gods and Mount Olympus will still be destroyed, but it will be much messier. Much, much worse for you and your city. Either way, the Titans will rule. Thalia pounded her fist on the table. I serve Artemis. The hunters will fight to our last breath. Percy, you're not seriously going to listen to the slime ball, are you? I figured Prometheus was going to blast her, but he just smiled. Your courage does you credit, Thalia Grace. Thalia Stiffet. That's my mother's surname. I don't use it. As you wish. He said casually, but I could tell it got under her skin. I'd never even heard Thalia's last name before. Somehow it made her seem almost normal, less mysterious and powerful. At any rate, you need not be my enemy. I have always been a helper of mankind. That's a load of monitor dung. When mankind first sacrificed to the gods, you tricked them into giving you the best portion. You gave us fire to annoy the gods, not because you cared about us. Prometheus shook his head. You don't understand. I helped shape your nature. A wiggling lump of clay appeared in his hands. He fashioned it into a little doll with arms and legs. A l- the lump man didn't have any eyes, but it, but it groped around the table, stumbling over Prometheus's fingers. I have been whispering in man's ears since the beginning of your existence. I represent your curiosity, your sense of exploration, your inventiveness. Help me save you, Percy. Do this, and I will give mankind a new gift, a new revelation that will move you as far forward as fire did. You can't make that kind of advance under the gods. They would never allow it, but this could be a new golden age for you, or... He made a fist and smashed the clay man into a pancake. The blue giant rumbled. Uh-oh. Over at the park bench, the emperor barred her fangs in a smile. Percy, you know the titans and their offspring are not all bad. You've, made, you've met Calypso. My face felt hot. That's different. How? Much like me, she did nothing wrong, and yet she was exiled forever simply because she was Atlas's daughter. We're not all enemies. Don't let the worst happen. We offer you peace. I looked at Ethan Nakamura. You must hate this. I don't know what you mean, he said. If we took this deal, you wouldn't get revenge. You wouldn't get to kill us all. Isn't that what you want? 
His good eye flared. All I want is respect, Jackson. The gods never gave me that. You wanted me to go to your stupid camp? Spend my time crammed in the Hermes cabin because I'm not important? Not even recognized? He sounded like just like Luke when he tried to kill me in the woods at camp four years ago. The memory made my hand ache where the pit scorpion had stung me. Your mom is the goddess of revenge. We should respect that. Nemesis stands for balance. When people have too much good luck, she tears them down. Which is why she took your eye? It was payment. In exchange, she swore to me that one day I would tip the balance of power. I would bring the minor gods respect and I was a small price to pay. Great mom. At least she keeps her word like the Olympians. She always pays her debts, good or evil. Yeah, so I saved your life and you repaid me by raising Kronos. That's fair. Ethan grabbed the hilt of, grabbed the hilt of his sword, but Prometheus stopped him. Now, now, you're on a diplomatic mission. Prometheus staring me as he was trying to understand my anger. Then he nodded like he just picked a thought from my brain. It bothers you what happened to Luke. Hester didn't show you the full story. Perhaps if you understood. The titan reached out. Thalia cried a warning. Before I could react, Prometheus' index finger touched my forehead. And we're going to do it until here. Let's see what happens next. In next episode. Jackson podcast. Stay tuned, guys. Thank you for listening.